You're listening to the Super Expander Podcast. Align goals are pivotal for expansion. You don't need me to tell you that. But what happens when your flame weakens? What really happens when it totally goes out? Reignite Your Goals starts with awakening to the emotions that pull you further and further away. Letting go of your shame, denial, and frustration, and figuring out why your body is resisting your goals are the key to success. Regulate your nervous system, release the blocks, and reassess your path forward because your goals are ready to be reset and reignited. Pallavi Pandi is a mompreneur championing a sustainable brand called Detox Palm Leaf Tableware and reshaping the world one palm leaf plate at a time. At Detox, she rescues fallen palm leaves in India to give them one more use and make sustainable single-use tableware from them for homes and events. Balancing the scales of income and impact with an eco-warrior's heart, you'll catch Pallavi swirling in a Zumba class or savoring fine wine when she's off duty. She's all for people, planet, and parties. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, super expanders, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today because She's doing something so cool, so innovative, so impact-driven, and I just get so excited to have conversations like this. So I am so excited to welcome Alave Hande. Nice to be here, Corinne. Thank you for this opportunity, and I'm excited to talk and to indulge and to have fun. I'm so excited too, and I'm just going to let you guys in on a little bit of behind the scenes. I had to practice. I wanted to practice her name like four times before we. We hit record and she even phonetically spelled it out for me so I could say it, right? Because I have this anxiety. You guys know this. I have this anxiety about saying names wrong. So let's ask her, did I do an okay job? Yes, you did wonderful. You were right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think it's so important to say people's names properly because it can be so upsetting. And it can be just a really weird thing for other people to speak up and advocate for themselves when someone doesn't say their name, right? It feels like this awkward ask for you to like, hey, can you just get my name, right? Yeah. But I have to say, you're so aware and you made an effort to ask me, hey, how do I say this correctly? So I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So we're going to just slide right on in to the deep stuff because that's how we roll here. But actually before, I'll give a little bit of a context of how it is that we met and how we came to be sitting here. So you guys know I am a big fan of networking and getting in different circles and different rooms. And I am in this really amazing group called Entrepreneurista. And we were in a, a, like on a networking call. And I think we ended up actually in a breakout room, which I think breakout rooms when you're on these networking calls are like, that's where the real magic happens because you get into, you're in this big room with these like icebreaker questions, but then you get into these small rooms and you really get to know each other. And of course, we took it like one step further, which was like, you know, that's like the first date. We had a connection call. And now here we are having this conversation and you guys get to find out about the cool stuff that she's doing. But before we go there, we have to know who are you on a soul level deep down inside? Oh, that is a wonderful question. But yes, I have to first say, and I have to start with this line that magical things happen in a breakout room. So well done to the entrepreneurial community of getting us together in the breakout room. And that's where we conversed and we had our first conversation. And 
we were like, let's get into this podcast and see magic happened because of the collaboration in a community. Thank you. And getting to know me, who I am as a person. I'm a very raw person and I'm very kind and gentle and I'm a connector at the end where my heart lies. I'm a giver and I am a person who believes in connecting people. And I'm not sure if that was a vibe that we got in our breakout room as well when we were three of us. We were always talking about connecting, how we can connect, like how we can really leverage this networking. And that, that is a, per, a person I am at the core. Yeah, well, and I think the, the magic piece of networking is when you can show up so authentically as yourself. So you let people see your heart and feel your heart because otherwise, I mean, then we're just spouting off a, our like little elevator pitch which if there's no, if there's not like a real person behind that, then it's kind of just bounces off people, right? The memorable part is like your energy and your vibe when you are sharing who you are and what you do. Yes. And I love, like you mentioned, we're always in the take, take mode. Sometimes when we equalize it or stabilize it with the give mode, that's where the magic happens, whether it's in breakout rooms or real life incidences, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, so let's talk about this soul thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love, deep, love deep conversations. <laughs> so tell me, who are you deep, deep down, like even beyond the connector, the, the connector piece? Like, oh, okay. So this yeah. is a trip to the deeper connection to myself. Yeah. I'm very con- content. I'm very content in this life. I think I would say that is who I am. And when I see people, I really feel what can I do or how I can help. And that is what I love doing. I think that is what motivates me, sparks me. Just a deep connector, giver, and very content with my life, with myself, for who I am today. My name, for that matter, Pallavi, that you mentioned. Because I figured out my calling was to do actually what I do. Because the meaning of my name, would you like to know what that is? Uh, It's what you took the question right out of my mouth. (laughs) Okay, let's put this in this perspective. So the meaning of my name, which is Pallavi in our Indian cultural language, because I was born in India, it means leaf. And I'm not kidding. The meaning of my name is leaf. And something for my living, for my everyday work is related to leaf because I am a mompreneur who rescues fallen leaves and I make sustainable tableware out of leaves. So this was my calling. <laughs> You're, it's, oh my gosh, I love this. This is so, like, there's like no mistakes, right? That's, that's so cool. Oh, this was deep, deep conversation coming out. Oh my gosh, yeah. Your name, then literally you are like living out, your, your name is essentially a manifestation of your, your deeper purpose and you're living it out through your, your business, through your startup, which let's start to talk about that. When, when everyone hears that, they're like turning leaves into tableware. I am really curious. Let me turn the volume up. <laughs> I love curiosity. It opens up so many more doors. Yeah. So tell us about the how you turn leaves into tableware. I would love to. So when I actually tell people, they actually start imagining me going into fields and picking up leaves. So <laughs> I'm going to put everybody's minds at ease and I will be like, so what the way we do is, in India, there are areca palm farms. The purpose of the farms is to produce areca nuts, or in other words, they're also called beetle nuts. And I'm a big consumer of beetle nuts. So I wondered, where do these beetle nuts come from, right? So 
when I was visiting India, I went to these betel nut farms and I saw pile of these leaves on the ground and i was like i was curious and i asked questions what happens to these and they were like they go to waste they they they're just renewable resource and sometimes in india they would actually convert them into sustainable tableware like plates and bowls so that is an ongoing tradition for hundreds of years that has been happening in india and that is what sparked me because i was like this is amazing because i actually grew up in india eating on banana leaves and that was so dear to me, a cultural experience that I kind of miss it here every day, living here in the United States for more than a decade. After raising family, after raising kids, I'm like, how do I bring this concept to the Western world? And moreover, if there's somebody who has to, it has to be me because I know how to do supply chain from my previous job experience. It's just a matter of fact that I need to now figure out how to convert these leaves that are actually on the ground into plates. So people make their food. I go beyond that. I also make my own plate. <laughs> so that is how I actually started my own brand, which is called Detox. And this is spelled very non-traditionally or non-standardized. This is D-T-O-C-S, but it echoes with the word detox, which means a cleansing journey, but with palm leaves. So four years ago, I became this notorious mom who rescues these leaves, gives them one more purpose, which is convert them into sustainable tableware for our consumers. We're looking for better alternatives to cheap paper, toxic plastic, expensive bamboo, and very boring traditional tableware. And that is how we started serving homes and events. And I love what I do because I am the biggest advocate for what I'm providing to the consumer. I use them every day at my own home with my two daughters. I've got 11-year-old and 9-year-old, and we, we go to our own dishes, and I've stopped buying paper and plastic single-use disposables for some time now. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. So a couple of things that I'm hearing you say, one, I started thinking about your purpose and I find it so interesting that your previous experience, and this is always the way it is, your previous experience is here really serving you to live out your purpose. So prior to your startup, you worked in, what was the business that you worked in that was with supply chain? So I did logistics and warehousing. So I used to get stuff from a manufacturer and I used to store it. I used to do inventory. I used to make sure it's being shipped on time, like internationally. So I knew how to move stuff country-wise. I just had to figure out what is it that I will call my baby? I will fulfill my dreams, my passion with. What is that product going to look like for me? Oh my goodness. Okay. And I find it so interesting when we take this just like kind of raw idea and turn it into like a physical product or something. So walk me through how it is that you, A, figured out how to take a, a leaf and actually turn it into a plate that stands up to people putting food on it and doesn't like fall completely fall apart. And even beyond that, finding the factory and the all the the pieces because that's I mean there's a lot of pieces a lot of steps that go in from the leaf hitting the ground to it then ending up on someone's table yes for so for this question I definitely would love to make the audience visualize and even you for that matter so you can pictureize big farm where there's lots of palm leaves so these are not the palm trees like I said you would find in California or Florida these are the special kind of palm leaves from areca palm trees that you would only find in certain parts of the countries world for that matter countries like india indonesia cambodia vietnam thailand brazil and some other tropical countries so imagine these farms and there's harvesting period where the leaves fall down from the trees just like fall 
And then we go through a laborious, intensive process of collecting the raw material. So that is the most time-consuming process. And once we have the raw material, every leaf goes through a sanitation process, which is getting cleansed with fresh water. And for that, we have a lot of recycled water, a lot of rainwater that we capture, and we try to be as sustainable as possible with whatever we got from the nature. So every leaf is washed. Once it is washed, it is laid down again for sun drying. So you have to make sure the leaf is well dried. So now after sun drying, it looks like bamboo. It looks like woody. It looks brownish. And that is why it becomes sturdy. It becomes like a wooden texture. And once we have that, we take them under huge machines that are ironing machines, just like how you iron your clothes, right? So you take these big leaves and the leaves could be anywhere from two feet to four feet, actually. They are that tall. And I'm a five foot person. So imagine leaf as tall as me. And you take the whole leaf, you put it under this big machine, which is an ironing press, and you press the leaf with heat, it gets the shape that you require because there's a metal mold under the leaf. And that's where the magic happens, whether I want to make a round plate or a square plate or whatever shape and size. And once we heat compress it, there's a plate that is produced or a bowl or whatever product we desire. And then it is shrink-wrapped under a UV light to sanitize each product. We have to send them in a UV belt ray where everything is cleaned and then shrink-wrapped and then put it in a box and then sent to a consumer. And at the end, the consumer decides to sometimes hand wash it. But we say they are single use for a reason because we want to provide you the convenience of cleanup. And not have you feel guilty of creating landfills because that's how I felt like four years ago when I was hosting parties. I'm a party person. I love people, planet, and parties. So when I was hosting, I was creating a lot of trash, a lot of trash bags. And I was just so tired that I was like, how can I be a more responsible human being? And that is why I was like, I wish there were plates that could not end in landfill. Right. So when I was like, this is compostable in 90 days. What a great raw material. This is this is microwavable. This looks elegant, just like bamboo. And this is so sturdy. You can put hot liquids, cold liquids. You can refrigerate it. You can microwave it. I was like, wow, one dish does it all for me. And that was my checklist for a product that my passion is in this. I believe in this. I'm going to advocate for this. And that is how I literally started manufacturing these in India. And though it's not my direct manufacturer, we partner with co-manufacturers. So they provide us the raw material. They manufacture for us. but in this process, we are so happy to interact with our women workers back in India, where we manufacture. And we're in this together because without them, we could not have manufactured. Without us, we could not have been able to produce this to the consumer. So it is a teamwork. Mm, ah, that's so good. Okay, so you mentioned that this, once it's a finished product, it looks a lot like bamboo, but it's not bamboo. Yes, I wish I had a t-shirt right now that said palm, not bamboo, and we could have shown it. <laughs> so how do you explain that to, to people that it's not, it's not bamboo? And not that they would have an objection because it was bamboo, but it's kind of a differentiator. It makes it really a unique product because it's, it's not a bamboo product. Right. Well, great question again, because it is an ongoing challenge. Even today, like when I meet a lot of people, they do call it out as bamboo. Not that I get hurt, no, but it's just that I want people to be more aware of how bamboo is heavier, thicker, more expensive, doesn't compost in 90 days, takes a long time to grow, and then eventually you cut it in order to use it. This is here, we're talking about a total different raw material, which is palm leaves that are actually renewable resources on the ground. 
way lighter, way cheaper, as sturdy as bamboo, as elegant looking. But again, it's an ongoing challenge because we have to make awareness campaigns on our social medias, on website, whoever I meet. And like I said, a t-shirt that said it would help out a lot, which would say palm, not bamboo. So it is an ongoing awareness challenge. And it is one of my responsibilities to make our consumer be aware that this is an emerging market of palm leaves that are coming out as tableware. And that that is flabbergasting for people. They are literally left jaw dropped when I tell them these are leaves. They're like, no, what? Get out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'd imagine too that it's even more eco-friendly because it takes less energy then. Because if the palm or if the bamboo is harder to break, like cut, it sounds like more labor, more work, more energy is required to turn that into something that maybe could be be a plate but this the the belief takes much less so even more eco-friendly yeah yes and that is true the circular lifestyle you have to see if if thing is truly sustainable is by looking at the complete life cycle from the time where you how you get it to the time how you dispose it all of that matters when you talk about true sustainable true renewable material and that is how Palm leaves differentiates itself from bamboo. That's, that's so exciting. Okay, so this is a big, pretty like innovative, big thing. There mm-hmm. had to have been, I mean, and so like culturally, it's so rich with culture. So there had to be someone along your journey that really showed you that you could do this. So, you know, basically you're a super expander story. I'd love to hear that from you. Well, I wish there was one simple answer to this. And I could have said my grandma taught me that because my grandma served me food on banana leaves. But that did not happen because I lived in the north part of India. And banana leaves, the food, I was talking about the experience. It's nowhere in the north. It only happens in the southern part of India. A couple of reasons for that is because banana leaves are found in South India. It's a vital part of their food culture. They serve it. They grow it. Not very much in north. So when we used to travel as a family with my parents, I used to visit South India and the hospitality in South India actually taught me or showed me or made me aware of the banana leaf concept and how they enjoy eating on banana leaf. So technically it was my family who took me on trips. So thank you to my family for taking me to world travels and my two cents to everybody. Please spend on traveling. That's the only thing money can buy. So do travel (laughs) and you never know which culture inspires you, what of a culture inspires you tomorrow, what you really find your passion in and be like, okay, this is what I want to do. And you'll figure out how you would do it because you believe in your culture. So cultural stories are so rich and so so important parts of our lives that someday when we try to think back of our roots and really connect with our roots, we can come up with these innovative business ideas. So yeah, it was during a family trip travel to South India. That, that is how what gave me the idea. And growing up again, like I said, because when I became a mom, I was like, how do I teach this to my children to be more sustainable in our lifestyle? Like, use what we have, minimal, do not waste, do not buy extra, reuse. And that was the basic, simple thing to do. Go back to my country, figure out how to get the whole supply chain model because I found out my raw material. And I was like, boom, this is what we're going to do every day in our home. And since then, no paper plates, no plastic plates, every meal on our plate. Because I hate doing dishes. I'm sure if you agree to that. (laughs) That is what we want to provide people, convenience of cleanup. And sometimes we all deserve it. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. Who loves doing dishes? I don't. I mean, I guess there is some sort of like meditative quality to doing dishes oh, yeah. every that- once in a while, but not having to do it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just, I, have this, I feel the same way about folding laundry. I wish maybe we could uh, can we invent something right now on folding laundry. Like wearing leaves? Have you thought about that? Yeah, yeah maybe I should start wearing leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hmm. Let me, you may have just planted a seed. <laughs> what they did in old times, like even some tribal con- countries and communities, they still wear leaves and coconut shells. <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't know. Here in Washington, D.C., that may not be received so well. <laughs> you guys might be coming to rescue me from like a facility. <laughs> oh boy. No, yeah. But maybe on my next vacation, I'll, I'll try that out. <laughs> Best things to black. Yeah. So, how can people get involved with your, like, A, where can they find your products? But also, how can they get involved with this movement of, of sustainability, of impact, of spreading the message about leaves? I love that question because every time it's been four beautiful years. And at this point of time, I'm like, I will take very open heartedly any support that I'm getting. So the way I ask for support to people is please give us a look, which is DTOCS.com, detox.com, a woman led mompreneur brand from Portland, Oregon. And all we tell people is help us spread the name of the brand for who we are, what we make and what we're trying to accomplish here, which is an income and an impact. And the way we are doing our impact is like, remember the women workers in India who are manufacturing for us. So we try to support their livelihood. So your dollar, every dollar that you spend on purchasing our products goes towards their livelihood. Their children are sent to school and it costs $60. I'm not kidding. $60 for one year of annual tuition fee. And that is, mm. we love spending in India and making sure the kids are put through school with that money. And we also partner with a nonprofit called Greater Than here in Portland, Oregon, where we ad- advocate for equitable education. And some of our dollars go towards there to support the community over there in the underrepresented communities. And again, like you said, how can people support us? Let others know about the brand. Do check us out. And if you do fall in love with us, or if you want to fall in love with us, I will say, give us a try. There's a button called Samples. You can order those. You can try them firsthand. And don't take my word for it because me and Corinne discuss, oh, we are microwave safe. Oh, we compost. I want everybody to try it. Try it yourself and see if this really happens, if this really resonates with you, or if you really find them like bamboo. And maybe you'll one day write me a message saying, hey, Pallavi, I loved your bamboo products. And you like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I meant palm products. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is there. And recently, very currently, we're running our crowdfunding campaign to get some of our sustainability certifications that would make sure that our products, which are mainly used at homes, as well as even in the food service industry, which is in restaurants, catering companies, event planners, wedding planners, and event venues, we want to make sure that these products, our products are composted commercially. So with this crowdfunding campaign, every dollar will be put towards our sustainability certification so that these products can be put into commercial composting. And that is where I'm asking people for support. Do check us out. I will make sure I provide the crowdfunding campaign link to you, but it is on iFundWomen platform and we are raising funds for that. So I would love people's support on that, on our journey. Oh my goodness, we'll make sure that is in the show notes, the website, the crowdfunding. And then if people want to come say hi to you, where's the best place for them to find you? Amazing. I love checking, uh, hanging out on Instagram and LinkedIn. Oh my God, I'm LinkedIn addict. Like my daughter, say, mom, TikTok, Reels, nothing like you're really insane. It's LinkedIn for me. So LinkedIn is my gig. Anybody wants to connect, comment, converse, have a conversation. I'm open to all of it. 
Amazing. We'll make sure that is also down in the show notes. This has been such a fun conversation. I've so enjoyed learning about your namesake and the leaves and your product and how it is that you really the journey of like inspiration to now an actual physical product that has been four years running. That's such an inspiration for so many. Thank you so much for being here today and and taking the time to share your journey, your story. I'm honored. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Like I said, I love connecting with people. Absolutely. You guys go check her out and let her let her know once you, you know, A, buy her products, tell her how amazing they are. And then let her know how you found her because it's kind of fun to know how people find your products. You know, when you get new new clients, new buyers, it's kind of cool to find out where where they came from. So thank you so much. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for having me. Like a fire needs oxygen and fuel. You're not meant to reach your goals alone. Your missing part could be as simple as finding the right community. And if it's not my community, there's definitely the right one out there for you. If you're looking for a place to start, check out the link in the show notes and let this community help you breathe in fresh oxygen.